0: Welcome back to the Richard Pyatt Show. Thanks for clicking on this episode where we visit once again with actor Kim Zimmer, who's back at the Barn Theater here in Southwest Michigan, where we're quite lucky that a number of well-known actors love coming to the Barn, and some of them do it pretty frequently, like she and her former co-star from Guiding Light, Robert Newman, who in fact we just spoke to not long ago. It was just here click uh, on the link in the show notes to hear that episode if you haven't already we talked with kim about becoming annie wilkes the character that was uh, made well known of course by stephen king in the novel but also by kathy bates on the big screen as she uh, came to the barn theater to assume that role and did so quite well. When we spoke with Kim here in late summer 2022, she had undertaken just a, a short amount of rehearsals and had one performance under her belt when we sat down on the grounds of the Barn Theater to talk about that, talk about acting with her son, too, and a movie that she's done with him, and as well talking a little bit about the future. Would she work on another daytime drama? But first, we talked about the barn theater and how Brendan Ragazzi and Penelope Alex, to keep the tradition going, started by Brendan's father and Robert Newman himself, who encouraged her to come to the barn.
1: The barn is just such a unique and special place. Mm -hmm. I never even really knew the barn existed when I was growing up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Um, So this was, I, I didn't find out about the barn until Robert, we were working on Guiding Light together and he said, you know, you should meet this man named Jack Rigazzi and you should come and work at the barn theater. And I was like, the barn, you mean in Saugatuck, you know, uh-huh. cause they have the red barn yes. in Saugatuck. So I was like, I, no, I don't want to do that. And he said, no, you need to come and meet Jack. So I was off Guiding Light and I was, we were living in California and I went over and met Jack. We had breakfast or something and, and then talk about another really unique Character, he just he won my heart. He asked me to come and do Rainmaker in I think nineteen. Eric Parker says it was ninety three. I'm not sure. I thought it was ninety four, but he said ninety three. Uh-huh. And then Jack said, "Well, you'll certainly stay and do um, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas." And I finished that, and he said, "Well, you want to stay on and do Jack's women?" So I, you know, I wasn't really doing anything in L.A. And I said, "Yeah." So that was my first love. And then I came back, I think the next year, and then I took a couple years off. And then, and I always, when I was working on Guiding Light, I always worked it into a new contract negotiation that I would have three weeks, four weeks in the summer, so that I could come and do a show here because I get to do things here that I would never get hired to do. Like what? Well. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Not with all those broad, you know, those Broadway people, you know. <laughs> right. And or Hello Dolly. I'd never I mean there's just those big roles that as someone who spent more time on television than on stage. I mean, I grew up on the stage, but yeah. I would probably ne- they'd never cast me. They wouldn't trust me because, you know. But here, I can do anything I want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and boy you are. Stephen King's Misery. Annie not a light-hearted character at all.
1: Poor thing. <laughs> Poor sweet little Annie Wilkes. Oh, my She's gosh. She's so misunderstood.
0: <laughs> How do you get in that zone?
1: Um, well, I wish I could say, like, I'm, I'm in the zone. I haven't, I haven't really, with six days of rehearsal and one performance under my belt, I haven't really found the zone yet because um, it's a beast. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beast. And I think Eric and I are, are doing it justice with a little bit of rehearsal that we've actually had. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, 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 it's really well-written, I do have to say. There's some repetition, and and that gets confusing when you're trying to learn lines, because a lot of the scenes start the same way. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Eric's just uh, the guy who plays Paul Sheldon, the writer. He's just laying in the bed the whole time. I'm running around making costume changes, <laughs> working with props. Two of my most unfavorite things in the world are <laughs> costumes and props. I hate them, and, it, and this show is full of them for me
0: crazy well they tell you to get out of your comfort zone right and so. I
1: certainly have yes <laughs>
0: yes so they they call you and say how about misery
1: no I've been pitching this
0: oh you have
1: yes I mean uh, Brendan actually Brendan like four years ago said would you ever be interested in maybe I, I guess it was his idea but that was four years ago yeah. and then he couldn't get the rights and then COVID hit and then, so this year he did indeed call and say, we've got the rights. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yes. Okay. And Robert and I were supposed to do it together. Oh yeah. And things, you know, happened with his family at a wedding this weekend, I guess. And so, and I am just, I mean, if Robert listens to that, it has nothing against you, Robert, but <laughs> Eric is doing such a, and I'm so happy I have him as my bouncing board. I mean, Eric is Fantastic. And I just, I don't see Robert rolling around and groveling in this role as much as Eric has freed himself to do. I think Robert would have fought me a little more.
0: <laughs> well, that's so interesting, though. So you knew this role was this way, it was going to put you out of your comfort zone, but. I'm always up for
1: a challenge. I mean, 28 plus years of playing Riva Shane on Guiding Light kind of prepared me for it. I mean, when they threw the cloning storyline at me, I was like, oh, mm, okay, I can get behind that. Uh You know, Robert and I had a lot of challenges on that show together.
0: What are your favorites that you remember?
1: Well, I loved the clone story. Yeah. And it was really funny because the audience fought it so so hard until they decided to kill her because of the fan reaction. Uh-huh. They decided to end the story and then people were really upset that they were killing Dolly, the clone, you know, but I I really you know, talk about a challenge. I was learning probably Fifty pages of dialogue a day, playing both sides of that character, sure. and um, and that was and that was a and that was a challenge.
0: So you've got to shoot that twice, right? I mean, yes. you've got to you've do, got to shoot do my one side, character. yeah,
1: with a stand-in, yeah, and then turn it re- around, turn it around, and get out of whatever you know makeup or costume changes you have to do. And they would probably shoot another couple scenes on a different set uh-huh. and give me you know an hour to get in the mindset of the of the clone or you know whoever was working next so yeah
0: i remember reading uh, jean cooper talk about that i think she did that on the young and the rest too where Mm -hmm. she had she played essentially a a twin sister or something and and did the same thing and said exactly what you said as i recall boy what a challenge that is to play two roles at the same time yeah so what you're saying is, if the barn comes up with a with a roll like that, you could do it. Lots of costume changes. <laughs>
1: I The one thing I didn't know when I agreed to do this was that I did not know there were so many costume changes. <laughs> and really, it is the one thing that I hate more than anything in the world. But I am so lucky that I have these two girls backstage with me. Um, the, the sweet Ella, who was wonderful in Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and Emma Boomer, who was an assistant stage manager. And now she's assistant stage managing. But the, between the two of them, I can't get anything wrong. I mean, they're on book for me back. There, she always has my costumes ready to go, so I know. Oh, yeah, that's this scene. Mm-hmm. And between the three of us, we um, we figured it out.
0: Well, that's a huge statement about the support system that you have, so mm-hmm. that you can stay focused on what you have to be focused.
1: Well, on. especially when you're when you're asking uh, an actress herself. You know, a wonderful, very talented young woman, to step back and be responsible for a sixty-seven-year-old, you know, woman trying <laughs> trying to to do this monster of a role, and she just is so positive and just so happy to help me in any way she can, uh-huh. and I'm forever grateful to her. Well, for
0: that, and it's so. a huge learning thing on yes. her side, too. Yeah. So although these strip. kids
1: are so talented these days, you know, they come out of these programs, and you know, they truly are triple threats. These kids and and we they're lucky here at the barn that they get so many incredible apprentices here.
0: Right. And and they have exposure to people like you and Robert and Tom Wopat and, mm-hmm. you know, all these folks from whom they can absorb all this information. Right. I mean, so what have you been up to here? I know that um, the last time we talked, you were, well, you know, we were all shut down more yeah. or less. Uh, but I think the notion was, you know, you were trying to be a little bit less busy in your professional life. Has that been the case? Yes. Good for you. (laughs)
1: Yes, it most definitely has. I went out at Thanksgiving time. I went out and shot a movie in Santa Fe. With my son and my daughter-in-law, it's her production company. Awesome. And they bought the rights to this wonderful um, little indie film that that um, Clara McGregor and Ewan McGregor play father and daughter in. it's kind of based loosely on, on an experience that they had in their life. Wow. And I play a small but... Fantastic little comic relief character in this very heavy, heavy movie. And my son, Jake plays a, plays a character too. And it was a family affair and, yeah. and we had a lot of, a lot of fun doing it. And Ewan is just a, a dream boat to work with. He's so supportive. And
0: Is that the first time you've worked with your son?
1: Um, no, I did. A, I did a, a little scene with him on Guiding Light. It his very first oh, job my. ever. Right. Yeah, and uh, and it was he was great. I was a nervous wreck. You know, I was just like, "You better get this right," because you know. And it was he was he was fantastic, and that and that led to As World Turns, and and his career's just blown up. He's he's actually in Toronto this weekend for the Toronto Film Festival with a movie that he did um, in new uh, new mexico as well called how to blow up a pipeline and okay. it's going to get it's getting a lot of attention so fingers crossed that it gets distribution so everybody can see it
0: yeah we'll be watching for yeah. that and tv he's been doing oh, tv yeah that as I a mean, animal Chicago kingdom yeah, yeah animal
1: yeah. kingdom just ended in, oh my god i was i was a mess you know he did <laughs> such i just his work on that show just has been inspiring to me. I mean, he committed, and it was six seasons. Yeah, And it was as if it was the first season, this last season. They all got to know each other so well, Uh and they worked so tightly together. And I'm just very proud of him. I'm proud of all my children. They've given me beautiful grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's not all they do. But, but yeah, I have great kids and a wonderful husband.
0: So when he was young and he said, Mom, I want to be an actor like you... How'd that how'd that sit with you?
1: Well, actually we were we were trying to find out what everybody wanted for Christmas <laughs> and he said or for his birthday I guess and he said I want a headshot and an agent.
0: <laughs> and I was like, kid. what? And
1: he said, Yeah, I want I want an agent and a headshot. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so you wanna be an actor? And he said, Well, yeah, I wanna make money. Oh well. <laughs> I was like, You don't always make money in this business, babe.
0: Yeah.
1: He's been lucky too in that in that regard. Yeah. So
0: So yeah, did you give him any advice about well, maybe you should think about no. being an engineer or something?
1: No, I didn't I, I have never encouraged or discouraged my children in any of the decisions that they've that they've made.
0: You know, my mother was like that too. Yeah. We're did, the best, not, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about these mothers who wanted, yeah. you know, drive you in a certain direction. Yeah. Mine was not that way either.
1: I mean, they were all pretty, pretty savvy as to w- what they knew. Their niches were mm-hmm. in life. I mean, my my middle my uh, firstborn son uh, works for Scholastic Books. He's a, a director of marketing for Scholastic. Uh huh. Yeah. And my daughter was a was a uh, cardiothoracic intensive care nurse, and then when COVID hit every unit turned into a covid unit she was pregnant so oh she my. left i mean she she didn't quit but she said i just i can't deal with the stress of this
0: not the only one i've heard about yeah it.
1: so she penalty. left she and now she's the school nurse in charge of three campuses at the school she went it, her middle her junior junior high and her um high school she's the the school nurse at now
0: oh well she knows her way around then. yes yeah yeah <laughs> Such a honorable profession, being mm-hmm. a nurse, especially recently. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, a movie done. What else? Anything on the horizon for you? The Barn next year?
1: <laughs> well, I, I hope so. Penelope and I have had a show that we've been wanting, actually wanting to do together for a while, but it's a musical. My uh-huh. voice isn't white, what it used to be, and now she's telling me that her voice isn't either, which I can't believe. <laughs> You know, she's crazy. Um, but we've we've thrown around a couple of show titles, too. Okay. And, of course, I would love to do Sunset Boulevard again. It's a show that I just didn't get to do enough shows of. So mm-hmm. that would always be another one I'd like to revisit. I'm kind of running out of shows for a woman my age. I mean, Little Night Music. Robert and I have always talked about a Little Night Music. They've never done it. Oh. You know, so you have orchestrations. I uh-huh. mean, although they did Sweeney Todd, which is Sondheim. and. Right. and they did that very well. So
0: we talked to Robert Newman not long ago, and of course, just six months off of the Young and the Restless, mm-hmm. and he was very frank and said, "You know what? I'm okay. I don't need to do this again." Right? Would you do that again? Would you do daytime again?
1: Oh, oh. Absolutely. But I I know why he said that. And it had a lot to do with the fact it was in California, too. Uh Yeah,
0: that's right. I
1: mean, yes, the work is hard. I think that was difficult for him, not to mention the fact that he was away from these brand new little grandbabies. And that, speaking from experience, that's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. You don't want to miss a day of their life, you know. I mean, it's so I, I get him saying that. I'm sure that if there were soaps back in New York, which there aren't. That he would do another soap if it was in New York, and I would do a soap in in Los Angeles because my son has an extra guest house in the in his backyard that easier I could to be see, there easier to be there yeah yeah so I I have nothing against doing a soap
0: all right well there it is there and, it is and we know we know you know how, what kind of schedule and and ardor that is mm-hmm. to, especially to that now together. Robert
1: said that it's just it's totally different than what we experienced at guiding Mm, light yeah the work schedule and and how it's done and
0: yeah we did chat a little bit about that and and then he had to step away covid reasons right and come back and do double the yeah the do, make up
1: make it all up yeah wow well
0: so glad you're here thank and looking forward to you. seeing you uh in the role of annie in misery
1: and look for the movie it's called um i, I hope it comes out it gets distribution it will be called i sing loud you sing louder
0: all right and we'll be watching for you and it's always good to see you thank you thank you <laughs>